Hi, this is Denise Cunningham, the host of Refresh Her, a podcast that is desiring to refresh the hearts of women with truth in all the practical things of our life. I want to talk about our walk with God and how to develop and deepen that. And I'll also share tips on homemaking, marriage, and parenting. We'll open the scriptures and allow God's word to be our guide. And I pray that as you listen today, you will be refreshed. I wonder if you've ever experienced the time when you were sure that you were doing what God had called you to do, but things weren't going so easily. You were finding it difficult in your obedience as you pressed forward. Things were just hard. Perhaps it could be that maybe God called you to a position of leadership, maybe in your church. Um, Maybe you're leading a small group or a Bible study, or you're striving to be obedient in evangelizing. Maybe there's a, a different ministry that you've stepped up to help in, or maybe you've taken a new job that you're sure God brought you to. Or perhaps there's been a relocation that you felt positive. God was directing your steps. But it's hard. You're finding obstacles in your way. You're finding opposition. Well, you know, that's not a new thing. Opposition and difficulty, even when we're obeying, does happen. And we find that a good example of this in the life of Moses. He was the leader of the Israelites. And we remember that God had called him to take the children of Israel out of Egypt. He was destined to be their leader. And oh, wow, the obstacles that he faced can really encourage you and me as we strive together to just be obedient to God, even when there is difficulty. The first thing I want us to see is that even when we're doing what God tells us to do, it isn't always going to be easy. We remember that when Moses went before the Pharaoh in the book of Exodus, and he said, God has said, let my people go that they may go and worship me. Well, Pharaoh decided that the children of Israel had too much time on their hands, and he was going to make things more difficult for them. No longer would he give them straw or even the bricks to work with. Now they were going to have to make their own bricks. They were going to have to go find the straw themselves. And in Exodus 5, verses 22 and 23, it says that Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou so evil entreated this people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he has done evil to this people. Neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. He says, now it's harder, God, and you've called me to do this and you haven't done it yet. He's facing opposition. And God had a purpose in this. Why why doesn't the Lord just make it really, really easy for us to obey? Well, even as we continue to read about Moses, I mean, right here in this chapter, in chapter 5, we hear him calling out to God. When things get difficult, we realize that we don't have it within ourselves to even obey. 
we need the Lord. And so Moses wisely comes to God and he says, Lord, things are hard. So it teaches us dependence on God rather than ourselves. And it also makes us run to him in prayer. And anything that makes us more dependent on God, really we should look at not as a hardship, but as a blessing from the Lord. It also teaches us humility, because if we we could just do it easily ourselves, we would be so very proud of ourselves. But difficulty teaches us humility. And so we just need to wait and realize that God's plan will be fulfilled, and we need to just continue to obey Him even when it is difficult, because there will be hardship. And the second thing is that God is in control of what the leadership will do, and he will ultimately get the glory. In chapter 7, we learned that God said that he was going to harden Pharaoh's heart. And in verse 5 of chapter 7, it says, And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth my hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. You see, God said, when the people see this, they will know that I am God. God would get the glory. It wouldn't be because of a man doing it. It would only be the Lord. And just as God was in control of the Pharaoh, God is also in control of our government officials. And he can get his will accomplished even with people that may oppose him. Now, the third thing that we can learn from Moses' difficulty in his obedience is that God will always remember his promises. In chapter 6 of Exodus, in verse 5, God says, And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. His covenant was his promise to them. God didn't forget the promise that he made to the Israelites. He promised to take them out of Egypt and to deliver them. And we need to be ever so mindful that God is not going to forget his promises to you and to me either. So we need to recite them. We need to keep them fresh in our mind. We need to depend on them, make them what we lean hardest upon. I love promises like from Hebrews, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Oh, how wonderful to remember that that the Lord is with me when even when I feel alone in my obedience. I remember Jesus saying, my peace I will give unto you, not like the world gives you. He gives us certain peace that only comes when we trust in him. How about remembering the promise that he is going to come again? He promised to do that. And at that time, there will be no more difficulty. There will be no more struggles. So even remembering those promises, they can just be such an anchor for us when waves of doubt tend to want to threaten and overwhelm us. And once that is accomplished, the job is accomplished, we will see these promises like the precious jewels that they truly, truly are. So God promised to keep his promises 
to Moses and to the children of Israel, but he'll keep them for us as well. Another good thing to remember and a lesson to learn from Moses in our obedience is that sometimes even those who are supposed to be, let's let's say just on our team, they can turn against us. We see that in chapter 6, verse 9, the Israelites are very angry with Moses and Aaron because things were becoming difficult. And when we read this instance, we know that this is only one of a lot of different times that the Israelites were angry with Moses. Now, Moses was their leader. He was helping them. He was uh, praying to God on their behalf. He was leading them out so that they could have deliverance. And they turn on him. And you and I have to remember that we cannot keep our eyes on people, but we have to turn our eyes to Christ. He is our assurance and our guide, not people. David talks about a betrayal that he experienced in Psalm 55, verses 12 through 17. It says in that chapter, For it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man my equal, my guide, my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked into the house of God in company. He says, The person that opposed me wasn't an enemy. It was my friend, someone that I had spent sweet time with, worshiping God in his house. And he's been betrayed by this person. But listen to what he says in the last part of this passage. He says, As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. David saw such a good example for us that when we're in the midst of being betrayed, when we have people that have turned on us, that we had set our friendship with and thought they were on our side with us, that they were walking with us and and encouraging us, and all of a sudden they turn, David says, you know, I'm not going to keep my eyes on them. I'm going to remember that God will never forsake me. And at more in the morning and at noon and the evening, I'm going to pray. That's where you and I have to turn our attention. And, you know, that turns that negative thing, the betrayal, really into a blessing because it pushes us in dependence upon God. He will never forsake us. And then number five is that Satan always has a counterfeit ready to deceive us. In chapter 7, verse 11 of Exodus, the magician's rod became serpents, and it looked like, wow, they they have power. But no, this was a counterfeit. And we need to remember that you and I have an enemy. We should never be surprised that we face opposition because we have an enemy. In John 8, 44, we hear Jesus' words saying that Satan is a liar. He's the father of it. There is no truth in him. And so so we should never be surprised that we're in a struggle to obey because we do have an enemy. But the next reminder is that God is stronger. Moses' rod swallowed up the magician's rod. And 
we remember that when we're facing opposition in our obedience, that God is stronger. And Jesus said, in this world, we will have many troubles, but be of good courage because he has overcome the world. When he arose out of the grave, he showed his power over sin and death and hell. And then number seven is that God knows everything that his children are going to go do tomorrow. He was aware of what the Pharaoh was going to do. And he said, go unto Pharaoh in the morning. He goes out to the water. God knew that he was going to be at the river in the morning. And God knows where you are. And he is going to be there with you to help you accomplish his plan in your life. And the last thing I want us to remember is that whenever God wants us to do something, he gives us everything we need and he gives us every detail. He even told Moses what rod to pick up and hold over the water. So stay close to him and know what the next thing is that God wants you to do. And as you obey, will you remember the 23rd Psalm that God's mercy and his goodness follows us every day of our life? Look over your shoulder and see that God's goodness and his mercies are following behind you and he's going to help you to obey. Amy Carmichael says that it is great to be faced with the impossible for nothing is impossible if one is meant to do it. Wisdom will be given and strength. When the Lord leads, he always strengthens. And all along the way, let us remember that we are not asked to understand, but simply to obey. So even if you're struggling in your obedience today, if you're facing opposition, keep doing the right thing. Because when we're faced with the impossible, you remember that with God, nothing is impossible. You can find notes from today's podcast in the show notes, as well as helpful links that will guide you. Be sure to subscribe to Refresh Her on your favorite platform, whether that would be Apple or Spotify or Buzzsprout. That way you won't miss any new episodes. And you can also sign up to be notified by email each time a new episode is published, and you can find that link in the show notes as well. If this podcast has encouraged you, how about sharing it with someone else? This is Denise Cunningham with Refresh Her, encouraging you to find someone that you can refresh with truth from God's Word today.